Welcome to the last 8% morning. This is JP Palu Fry. It's so great to be with you today. In this episode, are you finding that you're spending too much time on your phone? Surfing news sites and YouTube and Facebook. Are you looking for a different approach to change this habit? Today, in the second of our five-minute book club series, that powerful habit to get us off of our phones, we explore how to work with fear, examining our book in our five-minute book club, Pema Chodron's classic, When Things Fall Apart. Let's walk. Out and walking, moving as we are able, enjoying this glorious day. Feeling our feet on the ground, feeling our belly rise and fall, just arriving in this moment. See if you can let go of wherever you were, whatever you were thinking, whatever you were doing, and just arrive in this moment. Standing tall, looking around, feeling grateful. It's so great to walk with you today. We start by paying attention building that awareness that comes from paying attention on purpose, non-judgmentally. So just tune into your body. Feel your feet on the ground. Feel your, the heels and the balls of your feet. Feel the top of your feet in your ankles really be in your body as you know that's an important part of this practice so why do we do the last 8% morning because we want to build a practice into our day a structure a system that will help carry us for the day and this builds momentum and focus but we also do this because we want to engage in drip learning so we can build emotional intelligence so that we can build those skills to be with ever more difficult situations so that we can use these challenging situations as opportunities to transform so we can have the impact we want to have in the world so we can work better together so just feel your body right now feel your hands and arms as you're walking Just finding a refuge in this moment of your body and your belly breathing. 
and just be grateful to be here and to be able to do this work. So moving to our idea of the day. You want to have great relationships, a career and life you're proud of. You want to work well together. You want to show up your best for all the people in your life, your team, your family. You want to have a big impact on the world, but you struggle. You find that you sometimes get thrown off by the ups and downs, by the tough moments, by the challenging relationships, by that voice in your head about those tough moments or about those challenging relationships. You work hard to improve those relationships or be better in those tough moments, but you still find that you sometimes can't stop ruminating or you can't sleep and you feel stuck. And what's at stake if we can't handle this? Well, you start to feel not so happy, not so joyous, certainly not very productive. You are suffering like we all are. And you think that this is no way to live my life. Why am I becoming so negative? This is not me. Why am I like this? I imagine after being a longtime listener, which I hope you are, and by the way, please subscribe and hit the notifications because that way you don't miss any episodes. But you might be starting to see that in this podcast, in the Last 8% Project, there is a path to engaging differently with life. There's a wiser way, a way to change our lives. But it's not an easy path. Right? It takes a commitment. It takes taking responsibility for our lives and giving up on blaming others or being a victim. And part of it starts with waking up 15 to 20 minutes early and going for a walk, not going to our phone. You know, finding time during each day to do this if we don't do it in the morning. And it, me it means crafting the structures or systems in our life to support this practice because we need to practice. We need the repetition to develop these skills of emotional intelligence and to craft our brain. We are neuroarchitects at the Last 8% Project. And it means, this path means that we work hard at transforming ourselves. And we use our most difficult moments to do that. We use our most difficult relationships to do that. And this is how we start to grow wisdom and insight into the reality of our lives. And so one of the concrete ways that we do that, you know, that's part of our plan is not looking at our phone first thing when we wake up or whenever there's that vacant moment in our day or when we're in a conversation with someone, and this is probably someone at home more so, when there's a bit of a lull, we go grab our phone and we look at it. Or... When we first get up and we go to the bathroom or we wait for the kettle to boil, 
those five or 10 minutes, those spare five or 10 minutes, instead of filling it with useless Facebook or LinkedIn or whatever, surfing, you know, usual news sites, whatever it is, as last eight percenters, I want to challenge you. I'm challenging myself to grab for our book instead and engage in our five-minute book club. This is our way to break that habit because what happens, and I've certainly found this, is that when I first wake up, and I wake up fairly early, and I have a you know real specific morning routine, which includes walking with this podcast, in fact, but also includes some city meditation, but it's that five-minute book club that I have found to be so helpful to get me away from my phone in that first half an hour of waking. So that's one way to get us off our phone. But now there's content within our five-minute book club, and I hope you're enjoying this book. I am loving Pema Chodron's book, When Things Fall Apart. I am so happy that I happened to pick this book. It's something I've been meaning to read for a long time. I've read a bunch of her other books. But as I'm getting into it, and you might be finding this too, I just can't get over how it represents so well our mission at this last 8% project and this podcast. And so I'm so excited, uh, first for myself, that I found a great book to start the day, and it only really takes five or six you know, minutes, although I, I'm almost always eight or 10 or 12 minutes, but to get something of real value. In fact, it, you know, can be just two or three pages and there's so much, there's such a richness to this book. I hope you're finding that as well. She identifies that, you know, how we respond to our difficult moments and to our moments of fear makes a significant difference in our lives. So let me read a few quotes from the book. She wrote, no one ever tells us to stop running away from fear. The advice we usually get is to sweeten it up, smooth it over, take a pill or distract ourselves, but by all means, make it go away. Wow, I love her writing. I find it so direct, so clear. There's such a clarity to her writing. And she's right. We've been taught to do anything and everything but feel the discomfort in our lives, to feel fear. We've been taught to move away, to avoid, or to try to control it, and we get caught up in it. We get caught up in our the voice in our head, and we ruminate. We get hooked and make a mess. So there's a lot here, I think, for us to grab, and I hope you're, you know, finding that just by doing Five or six minutes a day, you're getting something out of this. I want to read another quote where she tells a story, and this one I particularly liked. I mean, by the way, I don't think there's a page on this in this book that I haven't gained so much from. She writes, and just before I read this, just stand tall, look around, feel grateful. Feel so fortunate that we can use all of the hard work that Pema Chodron put in and all of the wise people before her so that they could crystallize these ideas for us to gain from. This is the golden age of learning. Oh my goodness. Let's make the most of it. 
So let me read this story about a young warrior that she writes about. Once there was a young warrior. Her teacher told her that she had to do battle with fear. She didn't want to do that. It seemed too aggressive. It was scary. It seemed unfriendly. But the teacher said she had to do it and gave her the instructions for the battle. The day arrived. The student warrior stood on one side and fear stood on the other. The warrior, warrior was feeling very small and fear was looking big and wrathful. They both had their weapons. The young warrior roused herself and went toward fear, prostrated three times and asked, May I have permission to go into battle with you? Fear said, Thank you for showing me so much respect that you ask permission. Then the young warrior said, How can I defeat you? Fear replied, My weapons are that I talk fast and I get very close to your face. Then you get completely unnerved and you do whatever I say. If you don't do what I tell you, I have no power. You can listen to me, and you can have respect for me. You can even be convinced by me. But if you don't do what I say, I have no power. In that way, the student warrior learned how to defeat fear. What a great story. To stay and not run. This is one of the defining parts of our path. That's why we build these skills of managing our emotions so that we don't just ping pong around trying to do everything we can to temporarily make ourselves feel better. Instead, we face fear. We are a warrior. We feel uncomfortable for a short amount of time. And if we can do that, we can start to use our most difficult situations or opportunities to transform. And we have become, through this process, we will become, through this process, better versions of ourselves. We become wiser. And we can relate differently to others. We can work better together with them. We can have the kind of impact we want to have in the world. This book is so wise. I've taken so many notes. If uh, you're curious about the best science about learning in terms of using reading to learn, um, there's a episode, go back and you'll find it. But I just have taken so many notes. I've written in all over the page. I know I'll come back to this book many times. And, and honestly, I read a page or two and it's almost like enough for that day. So this is the book of our five-minute book club. I hope you're enjoying it as much as I am. Again, stand tall, look around, feel grateful, feel your feet, feel your hands, feel your head and neck. This path is all about transformation. And do you see the person you can become if you build these skills? That you don't need to live 
we don't need to live so scared and worried about the things going on in our life or going on in our head that we can find refuge in the storm inside of ourselves. Yes, life is hard. Relationships are difficult, both at work and at home. But it doesn't mean that we don't have a way to respond. In fact, I believe we are way more powerful than we realize. And we develop our power by taking responsibility. And that's a big part of being a last eight percenter, as you know. Can we see that life isn't happening to us and we're victims, but it's happening for us as an opportunity to transform? We just need to respect it and feel it and not give in to it. Just like the young warrior. When we do this, we start to feel proud of who we are, how we are showing up. We don't take ourselves so seriously. We're less defensive. And we start to see that inside we have everything we need to be successful. I'll say that again. We have everything we need to be successful. This is the last thing that I say to an Olympic athlete as they're going into competition. You have everything you need to be successful. And they do. And you do. And the interesting part is that people sense this in us. When they, when they see us not flinch when things get tough. Not get driven by fear. And they are compelled to follow us. This is the how of leadership. And whether we're a formal leader or not, this is how we can have more influence on people in a positive way and have the kind of impact we want to have in the world in a positive way. This is the transformation that is available to you. It's so great to walk with you today. So as we're finishing... We're going to do our three by three. If you're getting something out of this, please subscribe, share, take a picture of the podcast on your phone, share it on social media, tell people how you start your day, join our Facebook group, but let's go to three by three, three breaths right down into the toes, calming this body. Now move to three gratitudes. And now three goals. What do you want to get done today? How do you want to show up today? How do you want to impact people today? How do you want to work with people today? How can you make their day and increase their desire to want to work with you and want to give more of themselves and take more risks because of your presence on a team in an interaction. This is all available to us. So finishing, taking this energy and focus into the day, 
congratulating yourselves on being here. And let me finish with Eleanor Roosevelt. This is maybe one of my favorite quotes. And I know I will use it again in this podcast because I love it so much. But I think it's a great quote that sums up today's topic. She said, You gain strength, courage, and confidence by every experience in which you really stop to look fear in the face. You must do the things you think you cannot do. You must do the things you think you cannot do. Have a wonderful day.